Now broadcasting live via so Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagdon Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped like right your mom in here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? It doesn't work if you're not wearing what? a mariachi suit. Uh, we're not wearing a mariachi suit. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bag and Boardcast, episode number 186. I'm Chris. I'm, I'm Paul. I'm John. Oh. And, and we're not stepping on each other's lines. We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being the Weekend Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. I always go last. I wanted to go second once. You go you second are... sometimes, and sometimes you stall in that first slot so and <laughs> gone first. So Only when somebody isn't here. No, you've jumped ahead sometimes. Every once in a while, Paul needs a little his e- his ego stroked and need needs to to get in ego, there. Okay. Do you want to do you want to do the list? Then we follow it up with the list, which is the comic books we're most looking forward to the week of October second. Then we go into our rotating main topic this week. We are going into uh, new comic book TV shows, talking about Agents of Shield that just aired and some other news of shows that are going to be hitting the airwaves. You mean Marvel's Agents? Of Marvel's Shields. Agents of Shield. You know, and you got to put those dots there. And also put in the quotations. Man, I would hate to be doing an actual, you know, written review for this because that would be a pain in the butt to spell out every time. No, it's not that bad. I typed it up like four times when I was putting everything up online right really? now. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> Did you copy and paste it? No. Oh. Marvel's Agents of Shield. Marvel, Marvel's Agents of Shield. Did you put the quotations around it? No, you don't no. need that. Chicago style, man. Yeah. All right. But what we do need. It would drive me to drink, is what I'm trying to... What was the original segue I was going to go with? And then sorry. I, then I totally forgot about it. I'm sorry. And it would drive me to drink a great stout, or a good stout, like this one, from Elysian? Elysian? Is that how we're pronouncing it? Elysian. 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 Yeah. Dragon's Tooth Stout. Uh, this is a rich, full-bodied, and complex imperial oatmeal stout. It has a... Uh, 7.5 alcohol by volume, so I don't think it's that imperial. And it doesn't, and it's coming from Seattle, Washington, Legion. So there we go. Hmm. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I think I gave it a 3.5. Yeah, I gave it a yeah. 3. It's, it's good. It's solid. Um, there's, I mean, it's just, uh, it's a, so, it's a solid beer. It's, it's something if I saw it on tap, I'd probably want to see if I could find this, like, on nitrous, like yeah. that really nice creamy. Would um, be good on this, but if I saw it out and nothing else was piquing my interest, I would drink this again. So it's in your bargatory? Bargatory? It'd be in bargatory. Or is it quite a little bit better than bargatory where if you see this... No, it's bargatory. Oh, okay. If nothing else was there, if there was no other stouts on the menu and you wanted a stout. And if I wanted a stout. I think that's a safe. (laughs) I'd get this again over some other stouts that I've had. Yeah. Because it has a nice smoky body to it. I would give this a four, uh, on untapped, a four stars out of five. I think it's, it has a nice earthiness too. I wish there was a little bit more on the back end. There's a little bit of a sweet on the back though. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of yeah. clings to the tongue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of, it's not quite a milk stout. That oatmeal kind yeah. of mellows it out, mm-hmm. but it does have a little nice sweetness to it. 
I I have no complaints about this beer. I have nothing really to rave about it. It it's good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. We like news, also, right, guys? I yeah, enjoy I news. Really, not too much that I have well, to bring to the table here. Uh, what I had is what we're talking about in the main topic. So yeah, pretty I'll much. Save that. Okay. Well. Uh, we oh, there's a, on a new controller is coming yeah. out. Yeah. From who? Valve? Yes, Valve. Or a because, Steam Box. Well, not quite, not even ah. for a Steam Box, but to, you know, now with the Valve OS, you can, uh, beam or stream your, uh, movie or your video games directly to televisions. Uh, supposedly. I don't know how exactly that'll work yet because they didn't actually Technology. announce a device to do that. I don't know if there's going to be apps, applications like it might be something that you can download, download on right your on your TV, TV. like through Samsung Smart Dude. I'm still like kind of waiting for that. Yeah, I can use my phone to do stuff on my Xbox, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh but this will be a for the couch kind of controller for the I guess if you do hook up your actual PC to your television and run Steam in big big picture mode, it would work there too. Instead of having sitting there with a keyboard and mouse, you'd use this controller because it has two full, like uh, I don't know how because we're def- we're looking at internet pictures, so it's not like we're hands on or anything. Uh, touch. I like to be hands on. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. It has two big. Uh, it looks like. Touch pad for your analog sticks. So instead of analog sticks, it's see, touch pads. You got two touch pads, and they're larger, and that are also clickable. And then you have an actual touch screen in the middle. And then you buttons. have your four buttons around it, which mm-hmm. I mean, they the they definitely look like you're gonna if be you hopping to, with your thumbs uh-huh. way up there. Uh, if you go to Ars Technica, that's where we saw the pictures. So just go there to actually look at it. <laughs> and it looks like an interesting kind of cool controller. It does. Um, I'd like to have fun with it. Like a two, two I like to be hands on. Spacebar, and then triggers on the top. I like to be hands on. Supposedly, uh, it it will take the full functionality of full keyboard and mouse. So games that aren't designed for a controller, you can still use this controller instead. But they're saying that it's not going to replace all controllers. So you can still use your Xbox controller or your PlayStation Three controller if you plug it into a USB port and play it that way. Your hmm. game's that way if you want. Maybe I will. I choose not to. Okay. I like to be hands-on. I like buying games cheap. Because, man, this next generation where they're going to be $69.99 for running your game, it's going to be tough. I just bought Bioshock Infinite $19.99 off of Xbox. Not bad. Because it was 50%, oh, that's not bad at all. It was 50% off. It's a great game, too. Down, you download it right to it. I'm like... Yeah. Boom. Boom I, goes the dynamite. I? This is probably one of the games we'll talk about when it comes to game of the year time. Yeah. Yeah. So why not buy it for twenty bucks? I have I have no reason not to. It wasn't you, too much. I have not. It's worth it. I don't want to just talk about it. I want to be hands on with it and play yeah. it. It's not Tomb Raider cheap of nine dollars, but still a good That's sale. Still a great price for it. Yeah. I really, really love that game. Yeah, you played the whole thing like in a matter of days. Yeah. Ooh. It's too bad that, you know, I can't just sit. You know, I'll be able to stream soon. I don't know exactly how my my Valve 
Steam account stuff to my television. And the Xbox Microsoft is working on being able to stream your Xbox One games to your phone, tablet, your PC. So you'll be able to play them on any screen. Wow. Yeah, they're working on it. This is a report also off of Ars Technica. They were had a little rumor slash story about it. It seems kind of interesting. I don't know how I would like to play things on the Xbox One games on touch control. Probably not want to do that, but on my PC so I can... Especially when I was a one-television household. Like, okay, okay, you can watch Downton Abbey. I'm going to go turn on the Xbox and go in the other room and be able to play on this... I guess I got a nice monitor. You know, it's a 20-inch monitor. It's not huge, but... That's all you need if you're sitting right next to it. Right here, it's not like I'm 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 all of three feet away. What I like when I go to play a video game now, with the controller in my lap. So, Hmm. for all you listeners at home, I actually wheeled away. He did. He did push himself back, (laughs) and then put my hands in my lap as if there was a controller there. And he he mimed like he had a controller in his hands. It was like he was there. Yeah. Just pick up this. Oh, now he's actually got a controller. controller And he's wheeling himself back again. Yeah. He's pretending to play a game, and now he's putting the controller back down because he realized he's not good at it. Yeah, I'm not good at the video <laughs> game at all. I, I, I think his miming was better than him actually using the controller. Thank you. Pr- pretty weak uh, week for news because we just recorded last week Wednesday. So not a lot's happened since then. No. 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 But man, what else happens on Wednesdays? <gasps> New comic books? Yeah. And they would come out on October 2nd? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think we also... Was- Oh, you guys are still on your other one. Oh, I was yeah. say, we also drink on Wednesdays usually, but you're still going. No, I stopped drinking during the week unless you guys come over. I'm trying to get a Vegas body. But well, be- Paul, you can still drink during the week and have a Vegas body. You just need to eat healthy and think right. Be positive. <laughs> exercise, too. I don't like exercise. That's why I gave up Paul, drinking during do you the week. Di- do you dislike exercising more than you like beer? Is that is that what you're saying right I now? I think so. I think that's actually exactly the, the trade-off that I have made. I think Oof. I, I hate exercising so much that it even su- surpasses the amount of love I have for beer. Shocking. And our next beer doesn't change that for you. Ooh, I even haven't had a chance to sip this. It's not a. It's not beer. great. I was oh. just trying to segue back into the beer. Oh, what what beer is this? This is a 2012 King Titus Porter from Maine Beer Company. Uh, it's a bottled condition, so we said, "Hey, let's age it for a year," and uh, we did. Plus, some days we put it down. Yeah, the basement uh, on, uh... 9-23-13 was oh, wow. the official date we could drink it. So only by a couple days. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, we're hey. pretty close. And this isn't bad. It's nice and coffee. It has a coffee richness to it. I really wish we marked down the episode number so I could listen to our first review of it. But then again, uh, Paul, we just had a fresh bottle of this in our stout tasting, mm. which we all agreed was it was a good beer. It's nothing yeah. great. It's a it's a good drinkable beer, much like the last beer we had. We drank a lot. I don't remember much of that episode. Yeah, we drank a lot, always. But yeah, well, Paul had to because that's the only time he can drink. Yep. When I do it, I do it right to excess. Would you do a tilt since we're drinking together? No. Well, <laughs> well other nights, would, I would. You would have to. I don't want to do a tilt today. 
No, I'm just saying. When we hang out I just to want... actually design our new YouTube video backdrop. studio. <laughs> yeah, we have a backdrop for when we do our bag and board bites. Oh, well, it's not made yet, but we have to put we it together. We will have. <laughs> yes. We need to put it together because we should do our villain books. That'd be a good... Uh, Bag and Boar Bites, all the villain books that we had gotten. Yeah, we're not going to get through those because Villain's Month is already over. Villain's Month is over, and I didn't buy that many of them, and I don't need to talk about them. And I'm yeah. not buying any of them. I enjoyed the couple that I've gotten. I enjoyed saving the 20 bucks <laughs> the, um, to $30 that I'd normally spend on DC a month. Yeah. To get into the list, uh, the Green Arrow Count Vertigo one actually just continued on uh-huh. the story. So right. it was just like issue 23, and I'm going to be picking up issue 24 this month. But it was issue 23.1. But uh, <laughs> but it, it just was another issue, and it continued on the story. And uh, I really liked it. Green Arrow has just gotten back into Seattle after finding his father's mistress, uh, who is the mother of the young lady who was with uh, Kimono, who's actually his uh, Green Arrow's stepsister. Kimono's Green Arrow's stepsister. No, Kim- the the young girl that you think is Kimono's daughter is actually Green Arrow's father's daughter with this woman. The so half-sister. Yeah. And Count Vertigo is his half-brother. No. No? Count Vertigo's got nothing to do with it, except that he is working in cahoots with the bad guys. Oh, okay. So they're not related. Green Arrow not, and Count no. Vertigo. Okay. Just a little girl with kimono. Oh. And how is Komodo related? He was best friends with Green Arrow's father. Oh. Best friends. And he's also the man that killed him. Best friends. Best friends. So wait. So one of you two might kill me? I've already planned it out. (laughs) Yeah, it wouldn't be me. It's going to be John. Okay. Makes sense. He does have the most... You're too old to be... (laughs) You're too old to be wearing hats backwards, Paul. Once you hit 30, you got to wear that brim in the front. Unless you're a catcher painting... I was painting earlier. Right. And also, I like people... And I also was catching. I also like to have people see my face, so... especially. And he also likes to play video games, three feet back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like this. Well, <laughs> like that. much like you, John, I'm actually looking forward to a book that is kind of spinning out of Villains Month, because it's Green Lantern number 24. Um, this is the kickoff to the new Lights Out mini-event that's going through the Green Lantern books. And in Green Lantern 23. Two or three or one, one of them. We got the origin of the new Green Lantern villain relic and why he's out to extinguish all the different colors of the light core. And I'm really looking forward to seeing where new writer uh, Robert Venditti and artist Philip Tan take this because they've been able to revitalize my interest in Green Lantern. I've been reading Green Lantern since we got back into comic books and I've always enjoyed it and it's been a book that I've always put up at the top of my stack. But now it's it's fresh. Not that Jeff Johns wasn't delivering, but it's good to have some fresh blood on it and seeing some new ideas. I'm sorry. The whole time you were talking after you mentioned Philip Tam being the artist, I was trying to think of what comic book writer has the last name of Black, so you would have a Black and Tan book. Mm. 
I don't know. There is. I, I couldn't think of yeah. one. But Philip Tan's no stranger to Green Lantern because he did the Agent Orange Bunch, arc. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are great. Awesome. Those, those are great looking books. Looks great. I like Billy Tan better out of the two Tans from Young Avengers. Didn't he? Billy Tan? No? No, you're th- he did uh, X-Men for a while. Oh, okay. He, he was on like the X-23 stuff. Oh, okay. But also a Tan. Yeah, okay. So I didn't get the name completely wrong like I normally do. Nope. Look at you with your Green Lantern shirt on. I'm wearing a Green Lantern t-shirt underneath my button. talking about your Green Lantern. I'm not even wearing... I'm wearing... You're not even wearing a shirt. I'm wearing (laughs) nothing to do with the book that I'm going to be talking about, that I'm looking forward to. And it has nothing to do with any kind of continuity. Because I'm kind of like, just want to read fun books that are just, you know, the good one-shots again. Uh, And Batman Black and White? Number two, because I missed number one, is coming out this week, and it has, it's just a anthology book, it's all black and white, it's supposedly, like when this first came out, it was, inter- you know, bringing in people that normally don't work on the mainstream superhero books, to let them do whatever they wanted to do, your independent worker, you know, art, uh, writers and artists, but this time around, it's like, no, you know, it's, it's a who's who kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's kind book. of like whoever wants to do one, it seems, because you got Dan DiDio writing one, Jeff Lemire writing one, Raphael Albuquerque writing one. But then you have Michael, uh, Yulsen? Olsen? Olsen, yeah. And Raphael, I, Grandpa? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just Grandpa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, a, I, I like he's, his art. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He's, he's, he, awesome. he's writing and drawing his story, uh, and then That'd be got, cool to And Raphael Albuquerque is writing and drawing his own. Gigi uh, G. Jones is doing art on one, so I'm excited oh, to awesome. see that. So, you know, it's five bucks, but I think uh, you're getting a lot out of a, it. Yeah, and uh, you're getting five stories, and dude, I'm on. You know, I don't. I'm not huge in the indie scene. So if I get one or two stories from an indie creators that are really good, like when I'm like Grandpa, and you guys are like, oh yeah, Grandpa, or when I say Michael Wilson, or like, oh yeah, they're doing something. His art's really good. I'm excited. I saw Raphael Grandpa is he's got a, another book that's going to be coming out. I think like in December. It was in the latest previews, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for that because his art really is cool. And uh, he, you can probably Google search him. He's got a couple really cool looking Batman's too that mm-hmm. he's done previous. So yeah. So you know, it helps me dip my toe into the independent scene. And also lets me spend money where I know I like to spend money. Batman. Much like I'm Batman. <laughs> you know, I'm Batman. Because he's just one of those characters where you could do anything with Batman and it still can work in a way. You know, because you could do those really like pulpy detective stories and it's like, oh, this is when you're first starting out. Or you can do these over the top superhero movie, you know, like stories and it's like, no, that's who Batman is, you know? Yeah. He has such a wide vein, uh, range. So many of, layers. Of who Batman is, the identity of Batman, and somehow it all works. That's what makes him a great anthology character. Hmm. But before we get into the next st- section. I think we need another great beer. Before we even get into that beer, we first must do dramatic reading. Bagden Board presents a dramatic reading from Final Crisis. Talking about J.G. Jones. Yeah, J.G. Jones. <laughs> Issue 3 of 7, page 6, panel 4. 
And we ran. By God, we ran. Three generations of the Flash. And that was a dramatic reading. I don't, I don't know. It's Grandpa voice. <laughs> well, it's... What's his name? Jay Garrick? Jay Garrick, yeah. Yeah, or as you would like to put it, Jake Geriatric. Jake, he was, he's an older guy. Well, that's my old man voice. Jake Geriatric, that's, that's clever. Yeah. <laughs> I read Final Crisis since it came I'm, out. I'm marking that one down. Thank I really you. like that. Thank I thought it was funny. Not having an old man, Jake Garrick, makes me really sad. It's one of the things that I hate about the new 52, I have to say. Yeah, like, I miss the legacy. I miss, yeah, it's... I miss we, Wally West. I miss all the legacy. All yeah. the history. It's just gone. And we're not ever, and they don't want to ever develop that kind of idea of legacy. And it's too bad because that was one of, that was the thing that made those characters. It's what made DC's universe different from Marvel's. Yeah. We, we could go back to it. It could happen easily. But the DC editorials, like, they can't get married. So they're not going to have, they might have, I guess, bastard children. And the, Sense of not swearing, but actual sense of yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that legacy is just gonna, it's just kind of gone. And what they're doing with Dick Grayson, who knows? Like, man. Yeah, he is kind of like a character that doesn't really because Robins don't even fit anymore in DCU. Like they don't. They had one and they killed. But that's a topic for a different day. Yeah, we've talked uh, about that uh, before. It's making me a curmudgeon. Sorry, take take a drink, sweetie. Am I talking about the beer? Uh, yeah, you can if you want. Sorry, I I wasn't ready to have it thrown over me. Are we actually recording? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I counted down. You counted, and then you pointed, and I didn't start talking, so I didn't think you would hit record. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I didn't count down. Well, I didn't. I didn't know I was ready for the next beer. I did. And what a beer this is. What we have here is from the New Holland Brewing Company. This is Dragon's Milk. It's a bourbon barrel stout. And Paul hasn't taken a sip of it yet because he wanted to get his reaction live. What oh, that's of that a nice, nice bourbon barrel. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is also another vintage beer. This is a 2012 bottle from them. Mm. Uh, we also have one more of these in the basement. That's good. Um, I think we should age it a little bit more. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. I can wait another year. I think we can wait another I, year. I, uh, we you didn't even, you didn't even know from. this was down there. Yeah, so. but now, now I do. We got now those I want, ones. and I want it. <laughs> yeah. We got those other ones from. Uh, this is this is. A, we have more warlock down there too. I'm yeah. just saying. This is a bourbon barrel beer that you could give somebody to get them interested in doing bourbon barrel beers. It's very mellow. It's yeah. got such a nice like chocolate, then this really strong vanilla to it. The vanilla hits me up front more, and then it's chocolate in the back. It's, mm. yeah. It ends with a nice chocolate milkiness. It's delicious. It's very, um, very good. It's only $8 for that bottle. Really? Yeah. This is the most inexpensive bottle of bourbon age I, stout that we've had. I put it at a 4.5. Knowing that it's only $8 a bottle makes me want to be like, wow, <laughs> this should value. be higher. Like, uh, because... I bought this when I went to... Deliciousness Mi- per dollar amount? Pretty much. This is a five out of five. I bought this when I went to Michigan, and there's so many beers that I spent more money uh-huh. on that were kind of like, eh, where if I had known, I would have bought all that in this. I would, I mean, geez, to have 
so many of this that you could just be like, I can have it whenever I want. Well, you were in Michigan, you should have went over to Illinois and went to the Chicago and just, you know, got on the Commodity Exchange and been like, all oh, those other beers, sell, 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 drink and smoke, bye, bye, bye. Yep, that's what the shit that's... on the floor. You know? <laughs> Doing the weird hand movements. Those were weird hand movements, Paul, you are right. Just saying, it, like in the middle scene of uh, Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off, when they get yeah. down there. Uh, it's very, very good. Very good. Should just head south through Canada to Chicago. Drinking, drinking this beer is good. Things that I like. This beer is good. Things that I like. Yes. yes. Something else I liked. What else do you like? Marvel's Agent of Shield. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I watched it right when it aired, and uh, I did enjoy it. I taped it. And then I didn't watch the tape version. I just watched it off of ABC.com. Because <laughs> I'm like... Because your wife was watching Downton Abbey, and you came yeah. in here, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to play three feet away. I'll watch it on my computer. Yep. Because it was on my... Because I recorded it on the laptop, and I decided, you know what? I'll just watch it on... I watched it on Hulu website. the next night. Hmm. So so we got some tape delayed, but... No, it's I, the I don't same think it show. impacts the... No. No, not at all. I mean, more and more people are watching... TV differently now, whether it's can through I, DVR or online streaming. Can I ask how many commercials were in each break off of Hulu Plus? Um, or, I yeah. want to say there was probably about Hulu. 40 seconds of advertisements in between, so there's I think usually about two. Okay. And there's maybe five breaks. Was it on Hulu or was it on just on Hulu Plus? I don't know. I, I have the Hulu Plus app on oh. my phone, so I don't know if it's on regular Hulu. Okay. Because you can't just watch Hulu on your phone or portable device. You actually have to have yeah. Hulu Plus to have access to everything. Maybe I should have watched it on my computer on Hulu because, dude, the ABC.com app or ABC.com to the website, it had five ads in each break. Yeah, there's not and that And they much. were 20-second ads each. So it was over a minute worth of ads where I was, like, walking. It was like watching it on, on TV, regular television at that the, point. The Hulu Plus version... Yeah, there was maybe five commercial breaks throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a crazy amount of time where it was like, oh, I can get up and go to the bathroom yeah. and get something to drink quick and then make it back and have five seconds to watch. Yeah. Um, nope. This was like walk away, talk to Kate, come back and be like, oh, it's this like ad about a medicine again, because they only serve up like six different types of ads yeah. on that yeah. service too. So. Every commercial break, it's the same ads, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. On regular Hulu, a lot of times it's the same thing. Like I'd wa- I'll watch a program on yeah. that, and it'd be like, oh, I got to watch this ad again. At and by the end of the show, you're mm-hmm. you know the ad by heart. Yeah. yeah. At least with Hulu, you can click. Does this ad pertain to you? Yes slash no, and be like, yeah, yeah. this one doesn't. You can't pertain. do that on Hulu Plus. Oh really? Well, when you're at least when you're watching oh, it yeah, on yeah. like a device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. You can't click. But on the Actual website, you can. Sometimes I do. Like, nope. Yeah. Don't care about other types of insurance. It's like, I, I don't, got my own. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not buying bear. Like, sorry. <laughs> I don't yep. care if Drew Brees is sick. Does no, that's not Quill. Oh, well, which bear is the one for take before a heart attack? Yeah. Which whichever one is like, hey, you can't get sick before the big game. Yeah, that's well, that's not Quill. Yeah. And they, I don't. It doesn't apply to me, Paul. I don't pay attention to it. Because he's a quarterback that gets sacked, and then he's just laying in bed. Get it? Huh? Because he needs to be sacked in the sack. 
Huh? No, it's a dumb commercial. Yeah. Like I said, I get up and I go to the bathroom during those. Okay, that's our viewing experience <laughs> <Yeah>. review. <laughs> let's let's actually talk about the show now. And no. th- what's the premise of well, Marvel's Agent of Shield? Marvel's Agent of Shield is picking up spoilers. Spoilers. We will be talking about the show. Yes. So if you haven't watched it, watch it on Hulu, the regular one, for free if it's available. So you don't need to put up with as many ads off of ABC.com. There you go. That's and why we talked about the. If you if you've heard us do a review before, you know we we talk about everything in depth and we we give it all away usually right up at the front. Yep. And if this is your first <laughs> first uh, bang board review of something, just a warning: uh-huh. we talk about everything and we give it away all up at the front. So but yeah, so this ready? takes this takes place after the Avengers. So you do need to have actually it takes place after Iron Man three too, which yes. takes place after the Avengers. Well. It could be happening concurrently. I don't know. You know, oh, they mention because nope, it it could be happening concurrently as Iron Man yeah. three because they talk about Extremis, mm-hmm. which happens in the Iron Man three movie. I, the way I I t- walked away from that was it they knew about that because yeah. of the end I, of Iron Man, Iron 3. Man three. Okay, so because otherwise. Yeah. You know, they, but they're, they are Shield, so they could be on top of things a little bit more. Well, they but were, why wouldn't they have shut that down? Well, yeah. she was talking about Extremis way back in the, at the party during Iron Man three. Uh, the cute chick that Tony bang uh, bat the sax. Yeah, <laughs> and then doesn't talk to you again, and the plant explodes. Remember back in nineteen ninety nine. So Extremis has been going on in the Marvel universe. Since at least before 1999, up until Iron Man 3, which is always present day. Yeah, but no they knew about the they knew about the guys glowing and exploding. Okay, so if they knew about people glowing and exploding, then I yeah. guess after Iron Man 3. Yeah. But the, the status quo of the world is changing, and we're kind of getting the ground level yeah. look at that with. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. As Maria Hill said, the world ended during the New York invasion, the War of New York City, and we are now in the New World. It's a brave New World. Well, Ford doesn't (laughs) own everything, so... And I actually didn't see any Ford commercials during Iron Man, or during Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so... I don't think it's a brave New World. Regardless. (laughs) I was going deep into that reference. you, you did. Into that Huxley reference. Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I love. I really do but enjoy it, the book Brave New World. So. It's you it's it up. it's a new world, and with this new world, you need a team that is just going to be kind of assigned to these special cases of superheroes popping up. You know, and who better to lead that than the guy who's been in the front for all the superheroes popping up, mm-hmm. and that's Agent Coulson. And he's who's put, back? Who's back? Yeah. Because he didn't really die. Well, like no. his heart. What his heart stopped for eight seconds. For eight seconds. He likes to say it's forty. And then he spent time in Tahiti. Okay. Well, it gets, it gets longer every time. But but <laughs> something might have not so, have been right about Tahiti. That's the thing because he doesn't he doesn't know what happened to him, does he? No, is, Shepherd Book says. Yes. <laughs> and that's how you know this is a Joss Whedon show, not because. You know, he's attached to it, and it, uh-huh. that was highly touted. Uh, but because you're seeing, 
I I'm blanking on his name, but the Ron, Ron played Ron Glass. Yeah, yeah Ron, Ron Glass, Glass playing Shepherd yeah. uh, playing Shepherd Book as a doctor. I know Shield. that not because of, but because of Sister Sister. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but then also you have J. August Richards who played Gunn in Angel as our Michael. I can't remember the the character's last name now, but yeah, the, the hooded the, hero, the, the hooded hero that we're following through uh, with his, the sky, his rise and fall as a hero. Yeah, yeah. I um I do look at this as uh, how many people you can count from the Whedon universe. Yeah, and so we're at two first episode. Well, we're at two, two characters that so we're introduced to Grant Ward, one of the newest characters, you know, right off the bat during it. Parisian escape. Which, right, right at the front, is a fun way of starting uh-huh. off the episode because it's not just people standing around mm-hmm. talking about superheroes. You have S.H.I.E.L.D. agents actually doing cool shit. Do, yeah. Doing some spy doing some shit. alias shit. Yeah, which which is actually like very well done. And then, mm-hmm. like, the tray turning into an X-ray machine was cool. That was cool. Yeah. And then when he's actually fighting the guys, and then there's like that, he's fight, ah, like, he slams one of them into the oven, but then mm-hmm. it cuts to the quick shock, and the camera's inside the oven, so you see the dude's face hit the glass. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is really well edited. This is, it, it was like, huh, this is kind of like Born Identity. He's just using yeah. whatever he can grab. And then the quick, the quick snaps, you know, the quick cuts to the different angles of the hits. I'm like, oh, that's what they thought too. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're like, yeah. let's make this as born identity as possible. I was just hoping, like, the the woman that leaves during it, like, just to hope to see that maybe she's, like, Madame Mask or something like that. Like, she's going to yeah, tie she in just, later. She just kind of walked off, like, yeah. eh, this is I was in my lingerie because <laughs> I was just showering in my lingerie. So, I, I don't... You really need to have seen the first episode of Shea yeah. to know yeah. what we're actually talking about. Because we're not going to give you any more information. There. No, we gave you the spoiler. We gave you ways to watch it also. So, you know, we've done our due diligence. You should have paused and came back. <laughs> but, uh... Because she's definitely worth a look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's attractive. Yeah. She's an attractive lady. We don't know who played her because IMDB doesn't list her because I didn't... I clicked on the series. So I have... Those names pulled out. Eh. I don't have the episode. The top build people. That's okay. Because who else do we have over at Shield? Well, you have you have uh, Ward, who's going to be your go-to action agent, who has some of the highest like field scores since since uh, Natasha Romanoff, which who is Black Widow. Which I feel is kind of just like their way of being like, no, this guy's a badass, like kind of nudging you, like if you don't get it, you know, it's a nudge to us. To be like, no, well, this is a uni- shared universe. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, our agent, yeah, our top agent is definitely Black Widow, Romanoff, and then probably right below that is Clint Barton, you know, them for the pe- people in the field. And then this guy is somewhere. He's not a superhero. He's, so therefore... high, he, he's not uh, big enough to be with the big boys, but yeah. he's he's up there. Yes, he's going to be running, helping run this whole new operation. That and you have uh, two quirky scientists. Fitzsimmons. Yep. Two separate people, Fitz and Simmons, which I thought was actually kind of a fun little... Leo Fitz, played by uh, Ian de Kestrecker. Who's an engineer. Yep. And then Jenna Simmons, who is played by Elizabeth Henstridge. Who's a Henstridge. biologist. Yes. Uh, and they're 
They're really fun together. They're, they are very fun together. And this I is see, what Whedon does. And I want to see what their history is and who they are together. Yeah, this because this character. There, there's some fun chemistry yeah. there, and I want to know who they are and why they work so well together, or why they might not work so well together too. Mm-hmm. This is the character that I'm going to be watching the show for. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, interesting character. I don't remember her name, but Ming Na Wen is uh, May uh, Melin- Melinda May. So Mel again. Mel. Um, <laughs> An old, an old field agent who has now taken a desk job mm-hmm. and gets brought on board to drive the bus. To, to be the one to keep everybody in order. And it seems like she's wanted that desk job because of some of her stuff in her past. And uh, it, interesting character, especially when she kicked some ass uh, towards the end of the movie, or end of the, movie, end of the show. Like, you know that she's going to be just yeah. really badass, and it's going to be hard for her not to be... In the thick of it. Well, we were we were kind of talking about how I miss the old statement statesman in the DC universe, and Agent Colston and Melinda May are going to be the elder statesmen of the show. It's going to be like we know what's going on. We we've been here before. Uh, when shit hits the fan, they're the ones that are or when things they I don't have an apt thing so i'm going to mix metaphors when shit hits the fan they're the ones that are going to pull the, the rest of the team out of the fire yeah they're going to pull how do you when, put the, when when shit Thank hits you. the fan they're going to be pulling you out of the way of the shit okay there you go they're cleaning off the fan yeah they'll clean, i don't know they'll clean the room i don't yeah I don't know. you know what i mean though they're they seem to be the those two colston put her there during the op to have somebody during the operations that I that he knows can clean up the messes that this new team will make. Yes, because but, come on, it's only fun if they're the team's making messes. Also, in a very Whedon esque manner, you have your kind of point of entry character mm-hmm. with the young hacker Sky, who is part of the Rising Tide, which is like a cyber terrorist or group. Or she is. Like it's like an anonymous thing where they're yeah. out there like trying to expose yeah. injustices and what you don't know but should know, mm-hmm. and she gets brought on board. And what you should know, don't know, and should know is Shield, and she just wants to pull out Shield and, and expose. Shield. And she thinks Shield is a lot worse than what they are coming into it. Yes, until the awesome scene with the true serum. Yeah, Rams? which is which is good. <laughs> it. Until that scene, I didn't really enjoy Grant Ward at all because he seemed, oh, this is going to be the entry level guy. This is the guy that I'm going to be following. The because coming into a TV show like this, you kind of know you look for the tropes. You you know you're going to be following the new guy that is just got into the agency that's going to be trying to make a name for himself. And then no, this guy is established in the agency. Oh, but he's in the new team. He just got. No, welcome to clearance level he, seven. He got a he got yeah. the promotion that yeah. he didn't want. That he and, didn't know, yeah. That and then level. it's not the same kind of stuff as using the tray to look, yeah, yeah. X-ray the wall and do that. Yeah, kind of not stuff. just a super spy espionage work alone, be a field agent, but uh, whatever kind of actual. But then you find out it's going to be this sky who's going to be your entry point yeah. into this world. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Because yeah. Grant Ward, he's kind of... 
I I liked him though. One note until that injection because he's like too much by the book. Want to do you know? I'm too gruff and grizzled for this, even though he's still kind of new. No, like I just didn't get him as a character, and then the injection, and then he goes, Gramps, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he has a heart of gold. And an interest to show it in an interesting way like that, I thought it was fun, and it was a really good twist by Agent. It was one of those badass Agent Colston scenes that are just like that totally makes sense for this guy. Yeah, yeah. this this goes well. This is a- he's that spy that's just so friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah. he's he's that face of oh no, we're gonna take everything here, but hey, listen, yeah. we're gonna make it work you know like in avengers when they're clearing out all those supplies and then he's like just leave it let's let's go yeah, you yeah. know we got to get out of here first everything else second he's yeah he's the unassuming kind of guy he's never up in your face about anything completely unassuming when you first meet him in uh iron man completely unassuming when you meet, see him again in like iron man 2 yeah. Like, he's talking about his wife being a cello thing, and he's like, hey, we really gotta debrief you about New York, you know, like in, you know, uh, the situation that's happened, and, like, it's, yeah. He's just like, but he has this confidence, and he knows what he's doing. And then, in this, he's like, not only just the confidence, but he knows what he's doing, and he's, he knows it so well, he doesn't need to bring anybody else in. Like, he has a reason for bringing all these people together. People are seeing that and still unsure about his plan, but still trusting him, like, a little bit to be like, well, it's Coulson. Like, I think, I think some of it isn't that they trust him, but he's just got that he's higher, he's got the higher yeah. clearance than them, so he knows more than what they know, so. <laughs> he's working at a higher level than them too. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, that that's probably more it. But even his interaction with uh Melina May, it's like no, you can't say no. It's an order. <laughs> like Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't asking. <laughs> I wasn't asking. Yeah, he says it so unassumingly. Yeah, he under the the actor underplays it uh-huh. so well and he's been doing it Clark since Craig. Clark yeah. since Iron Man. No, well, since he was Agent Casper on West Wing. <laughs> Nobody. I, I never watched the West Wing. Well, yeah, you really should a, go back. Nah. I had a life. I, I choose not to. I choose I not was, to watch West Wing. I was mi- minoring in political science at the time. I will time. spend my time watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. But we get Sky, who, from everything that I saw in that show, makes me think that Rising Tide was just her. It did. It did come it off. Did, it did okay. seem that way. Just she's working out of a van, van and she's like making all these posts herself, and and she she's is, a, an amazing hacker. And she, well, not only is she just doing the computer work, she's putting the legwork out there too. Like she goes and pit pockets the hooded hero. She goes finds him. You know, works. You know, figures it all out. You know, does things with the phones. So it's not. It's not that she's this computer person that's always behind the computer, like what you see out of some television, you know, television shows or movies, like, uh, 
the Italian job where Seth Green's character has to be behind a computer screen, otherwise he's... There's they're, no, they're pointless. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise he's not doing anything. She seems like she can work out in a field, because that's what she does. She'll put her feet on the ground to get the, to collect the story, too. She's even willing to dress up in cosplay and hang out outside Tony Stark's loft. Um, which, which was oh, hilarious. You like that cosplay reference? Yeah, that was okay. a good cosplay reference. You know why? Because it wasn't in Young Avengers. I was going to say, because you hate that Young Avengers one. No, because you know who who says it, though? It's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. She, she knows them, though. She does, She is not the girl that would know what cosplay is. She Because they she sent would. her out of that universe so she much would. in the first thing. You know, that she's the cool girl that's wouldn't understand what Gert and Alex were talking about. Boo. Yeah, yeah. I think she would still understand it just by knowing them and being friends with them, though. I was reading comic books, and I, like, not that long ago learned what cosplay was. You're just sheltered. You're a sheltered nerd, Paul. You're a sheltered nerd, Paul. Like, I know people dressing up as comic book characters. Yeah, that's a thing. But I didn't know it had a name of cosplay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> a truncation is, if you were, is it? That's right. That's yeah. the right word. Yeah, cosplay. Yeah. Oh no, that's not a truncation. Then. What's the word when you smash up two words together? There's a different word than truncation. Hulk. Hulking. <laughs> no, Hulkling is in the Young Avengers. Uh, I should know this. This is upsetting me. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. <laughs> I don't even know where Paul left it off at. Oh, that yeah, that line. I know, like, there's some people on 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 the webs that didn't care for that line and thought it was another one of those downplaying of women in the comic book realm and fans and everything. Which no, but she admitted to it after that she she cosplayed outside yeah. of Tony Stark. Um, I. A lot of great action with the show. It's got some fun quirkiness. I mean, it's it's a well put together show. It's a well put together team, um, and you got all the different kind of characters that you need. You need the comic relief. You need that coming in character. You need that veteran. Exactly. Like you need all this stuff. And Joss Whedon's the perfect person to put that kind of stuff together for a show because he's done it. Numerous amounts of times. And the fact that he had people that he knows and has worked with before on stuff like Dollhouse or Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog actually being the producers on the show means that he knows, even though he can't be there every single day. It's in the right hands. It's in the right hands because they are people that know what he does and work well with him. I found the word. What is it? Portmanteau. Oh, oh you are way off. Yeah. Well, truncation is just a shortening of a word. Portmanteau is combining two words together. So, there you go. In case you were wondering. That's what we were really wondering about. The whole time I was doing the show, I had been worrying about cosplay. Did you guys know Bodacious was a portmanteau? A bold and audacious? That makes sense, but I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Boldly audacious. Boldly audacious. What about... Brawl. If it's two words, it's boring Paul. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
I was looking it up. Burn. <laughs> you, were, you were looking I was it looking up. Looking up to see if it was. <laughs> what if, By what if curious, it came up and said like boring Paul? <laughs> <laughs> By curious is a torment. You are yeah. Also for bisexual and curious. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. A hamwich is also one for a ham sandwich. I've never even heard of that one before. <laughs> I just made it up. Trademark it. That's why I haven't heard it. It has no staying power. Yep. What were we talking about? You were talking about mashup words. Portmanteus. It's important to learn things. I like to learn at least one thing every day, and I have learned this now. I will forget it soon, because I am drinking a delicious, delicious... It's very delicious. I finished mine faster than I wanted to because it was that good. It's super tasty. But Agents of Shield, Marvel's Agents of Shield. Yeah, it's it's got everything that I wanted, not just from a Joss Whedon show, but from a Marvel Joss Whedon show because it's very much playing in that same universe. Mm-hmm. While they're on, they're in the Shield headquarters. Mm-hmm. They're seeing clips of Iron Man yeah. and the Hulk in the background. They're talking about stuff that's happened previously, like the battle in New York and mm-hmm. Extremis. But at the same time, it's not overly heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Like I think they could have been a lot worse off on it. Like yeah. the Natasha Romanoff one, like the reference to her, that was the one that was kind of like, eh, like yeah. For me, that one felt like they were just putting it in there to be like, no, this dude's a badass. Like yeah. oh, I, I saw he was a badass. Like you mm-hmm. don't need to. Yeah, to but say how that. much of a badass? Yeah. He's like Black Widow level badass. But I'm like, eh, probably not. <laughs> and then there's stuff like that. I'm glad to see like the flying car at the end. Yeah, you know Lola. the, the yeah the, the shield car. You'd always you'd always see like Nick Fury yeah. pulling up to a crime scene in a flying car. And then they're talking about classic and everything, and like I'm like, oh, that's that's not totally kind of okay. I don't know why he's calling that Lola. Also, I thought he called the gun that he fired at uh, Loki Lola. Ah, uh, said. So, the oh. guys down in the tech department call this during adventures. Yeah, I, mean, I say, can't remember the name. But I call it... Didn't he call it Lola? Pause it. Okay, we'll look it up. Okay, so we I definitely misremembered that scene. Or mismembered that scene. Hey, uh, is that a new uh, yeah. term you're, you're coining there, Paul? Yeah, I'm going to coin that. Uh, Paul, so what's the word for when you combine two words, like misremembered? Port menu. There it is. Uh, port menu. Uh... And the, probably the reason I misremembered it or mismembered it was because, uh, I drink a lot. <laughs> this beer makes me glad I drink a lot. <laughs> yes. The uh, next beer we have is from The Alchemist over in Vermont and it's Hetty Topper. Uh, this is a gift from a uh, friend of the show, Mike, who had bought it because he was going, he was planning on going to a beer release to do a bottle share and wasn't going to go and knew that he wasn't get a chance to drink it. So he said, here, you wow. enjoy. Uh, share it or drink it all. Well, thank you. And I chose Mike. to share it. Thanks for sharing, Mike pa- and John. Now, my question for you, Paul, because you said you were only going to take half a can. Is this something you're going to drink? Because you can only drink one day a week with your friends. I or know. are you going to share it? No, I with- can only drink one day with my friends. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> it you know, it's, and it's, it's only good. a 8% alcohol it's, by volume. It's a double IPA that doesn't drink like a double IPA. No. It is so nice and smooth. I do want to sip it, though. 
Like you, yeah, it's not something you want to chug out of the can, and it says "drink from the can" on the and it's, on the can. It also says "keep cold, drink from the can." Don't de a d bag, recycle this can. Drink immediately. We are always making more. Mm-hmm. And this is a brewery that they only make one beer, and it's this beer. They can it like on Thursdays. They sell it on Fridays, and if you try to go there on a Tuesday, you probably won't be able to get. And any. the brewery's name is The Alchemist. We're doing a, that's right, we're doing a middle-age-themed beer day. <laughs> yes, because we have the Alchemist, we had King Titus, and then we had two different dragon beers. Dragon's Milk and Dragon's Tooth. Ah, we should make that a contest. <laughs> like, figure out the reason why we drink <laughs> figure, all these beers. Figure out our themes. Uh, we do do lots of themes that I don't, a lot of times we forget to mention why we're doing figure it. Figure our yeah. themes. It would be like no prize. Guys. We should totally do this. We know, no and price. by this, I will totally misremember this. And and by miss, I mean never. Uh, here's a thing that we haven't done usually because Scott's not here. But why don't we? Uh, oh, power ranking. Power rank these. Oh, and I, I miss it, producer Scott. What's I mean? What's hard is we did different three types. dark beers and then we're doing a double IPA. Mm-hmm. But just out of Wanting to drink oh, this is again. Well, Paul, if you got to think about it, you can go this last. This is stupid. No, I, because I, everybody's going to have the same breakdown well, except yeah. for the last two. Probably. Ready? One, two. No, let's name our number one. One, two, three. Heady Topper. Heady Topper. Number two. One, two, three. Dragon's, Dragon's milk. milk. Okay. This is where we're breaking yeah, differently. This is where it will be different. Okay. Num- number three. King Titus. King Titus. Uh, Dragon Tooth. Number four. Dragon, Dragon Tooth. <laughs> King Titus. Yeah. King Titus aged a year, I have to say. Yeah. It just had a richer, coffier. It's still good. I, I, I kind of rate them almost at the, almost on the same kind of level. And the Dragon's Tooth was nice. It was drinkable. It had a nice smoky, but it was, it wasn't as full mouth, as full flavored as the old King Titus after, or just King Titus. I keep thinking Old Mean Tom. Yeah. It's the same brewery. So I make it kind of the same. Uh, King Titus. I was almost worried going from the bourbon barrel stout to an IPA. And I was like, like, oh man, it's going to be so tough to enjoy this beer after that. And it's not. It cuts through. It is really such a good beer. And it's It's, no wonder that it's such a sought after 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 beer. Um, And I'm glad that we can get it and we can drink it. Fresh. The thing is, most of the time when I have a piney hopped uh, IPA, I'm like, oh, it's so bitter. It's, yeah. a, it's Sierra Nevada. You know, they they do a lot the of celebration. The celebration. Yeah, so much. They do a lot of those. Oh, no, not really, the celebration. The torpedo was the torpedo, one that was really piney. Yeah. Yeah. They do a lot of Sierra Nevada does this really piney hop, you know, pine cone flavored hopped beers and it's just so bitter and it's just not enjoyable while this is it's got that nice pine flavor but it's mellow it's when i normally want an ipa i want it to be citrus because i know it'll have a nice mellow like a roundness to the flavor it's not sharp it's not piercing and normally with the pine ones i find are that sharp harsh piercing kind of flavor drop dry the tongue you get that pine and that's it then and then you're just yeah like john said just dry mouth cotton mouth it's like, like taking a pine cone uh, and just scrubbing your tongue with it, it just it's hurts. one of those ipas like it makes you want to like 
you need to spit after yeah. like you just need to mm-hmm. spit. This this has a roundness to it, which is so weird to say because that's a shape. It's not a flavor. <laughs> but it's it comes at you and it's it just kind of coats it just goes through all the taste buds without being harsh. Which is I think your mom is going to make fun of me for this. Show. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, because you know what our I mean? beer like, tastes are very much in line yeah. because I'm the same way. Like, but I you like, agree. I like more of that citrus. You wonder what I say. I yeah. Understand what I say with a roundness. Yeah, to the because flavor. It, this isn't just that pine. There's yeah. you get a little bit more of a sweet to it mm-hmm. than you get with something like the torpedo or those Sierra Nevada beers. And the, it doesn't the, just dry me out like they do those. brew more beers, but they only can. Mm-hmm. One of those beers. And like the, the story behind this is one of their, like a regular comes in and was just like, nah, not, not happy enough. Like any beer that they were brewing in the <laughs> beer, like, nope, not enough, not enough. So they made a beer specifically for that to shut that guy up. And like, this is that beer. And that's who's featured on the, camp. that's, and that's him blowing his mind up with the hops. That's See, nice. I wouldn't consider this like overly hoppy or anything though. Yeah. No, but it's, it's, it's on that edge, mm-hmm. because I think anything more, cause you do get a little bit of the dryness, but. Yeah, but it's not. Anything more? If you dial it up to 11, yeah. you, you're at that torpedo. You're at. Yeah, you're at, you're at yeah. too much. Yeah. And um, if you love torpedo, good on you, man. Like, I, I just, it, I it, just, it's a, I'm sorry that I'm using that as a breaking no, point for I me. I think if if you know anything about I'm... Sierra Nevada is they do do a really strong hopped beers. Yeah. And that's who I think of when I think of the overly hopped beers is Sierra Nevada now. Does Hetty Topper make your top five IPAs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I put this right behind the stuff like Alchemy Hour, Flower yeah. Power. It would be right up in there with flower power. I'm, I'm trying to think of another one that I would put in like the top three over this, and I can't. I think this would be right behind those Lake two. Lake Erie Monster, Alchemy Hour, and I, I love Lake Erie Monster, but I would still probably take Alchemy Hour over just mm-hmm. because it has a little bit more of that yeah. honey sweet. Yeah, the yeah. honey sweetness from Alchemy Hour over this probably. So we'd probably go Alchemy Hour. I would put this above Lake, uh, Lake Erie Monster. Because like here, your yeah. monster I think is a little harsher than this. Yeah, yeah. Double trouble. It's a. It's I think four percent more too. Isn't like your monster almost like a twelve percent yeah, beer? I think so. Um, Ten. Double troubles in my top five. So there's my top five right there. It's Alchemy Hour. Uh, double trouble. Heady Topper. <laughs> uh, Lake Effect Monster and Flower Power, but Flower Power is probably higher up. Because I can get <laughs> it's get those it. fives, yeah. no those particular are... order. Alchemy Hours, probably uh, my number one. <laughs> really, <laughs> Flower Power would probably be my number one. Alchemy Hours is going to be right behind it, though. And then Heady Topper is going to be like you know, it depends on what I'm in the mood yeah. for. Like yeah. if I want something sweeter, or if I want if I want something you know, with yeah. this kind of flavor po- profile, like it's going to be either this or Lake Erie Monster, and this is above Lake Erie Monster. Yeah, uh, I think I I think Flower Power. Um, Flower Power, sorry, excuse me, um, Alchemy Hour, this, uh, Hoptical Illusion. I've just always loved that beer oh, from Blue Point. It's and really good. It is really good. I don't know if I, I can't put that over, 
I don't know where I could put it. I don't, uh, no, I haven't th- had it in a while, so I would not, not this, but anything else in my yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's no Christina Ricci at Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones that I just, I, I just, I love it. Like I, when a, I see it on tap, it's uh-huh. one of those beers that I'm also like, yes, please. You know, granted, yes, there's probably other beers that are better, mm-hmm. but it's that one that. You know, it's comfort food. If you have my top fives, it's probably going to be my last drink of the night because I would drink all five if they're all on tap. Uh, yeah. And hopefully somebody's driving me home. <laughs> um, but uh-huh. it's it's one of those beers that I do I do really love. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blue Point, though, if I see Blue Point, I'm going for the toast lager. Yeah, like, that's still my favorite beer from them. Like it's just an it, all around good, uh-huh. drinkable beer. It is nice. Yeah, I do. I do love that one too. That's like the only two beers I've seen from really they, like pick up. They're the they're the only ones. Uh, the other ones are just really hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But okay, well, if we talk any more about beer, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk more about beer than Agents of Shield. This is. I just want to say it's like it's like Dragon's Milk or one we do have those really good beers is. We'll sit there and we'll be talking about a subject, and then I'll take a sip of the beer, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is such a good beer!" <laughs> yeah. it, it's a it's, it's that tough. good of a beer that it makes you rethink your uh-huh. favorite beers and what everything's ranked at. Yeah. Uh, let's to go back to Agents of Shield for a second. I was kind of hoping with the previews and everything that I saw, because it was one of those commercials Kate would always have on playing when she's watching General Hospital off of the ABC.com website. Agency Shield before it was coming out. So like, the abc.com good... is a website? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to double check that. Well, I was, it's the abc.com website, not an app. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, she would watch General Hospital off of abc.com. The website. Not, the website. Not an application, not a, like on the TV or anything, but on the laptop. And they would have promos of Agency Shield for the past two months. And that guy coming out, like, the opening scene when he's like jumping out of the building with the woman, yeah. the hooded hero. I'm like, are they doing Luke Cage? Uh, when he when they showed the show and he uh-huh. was climbing up yeah. the building, I was like, oh. And my girlfriend yeah. was like, what? And I'm like, you think they're doing Luke Cage? And she was like, who the hell are you talking about? Power Man, <laughs> bitch! Sweet Christmas, I'm talking about Power Man. <laughs> Pretty much was my uh, yeah, and I, then and then I like the wheels start turning. I'm like Iron Fist. Do you I think Iron yeah. Fist is gonna be? In show? Like, are they setting up that world? And then I'm looking thing, at like, like they could go that route though. Like those characters uh-huh. that they can't be like, hey, let's make an Iron Fist movie, which could probably be pretty badass if they did it. Yeah, because you don't have a martial arts character. Really. I mean, you have Black Widow, but. I think it'd be really cool to kind of go into the Iron Fist mythology. Yeah. But it might be tougher to make people buy the into Forgotten that. Forgotten Cities or the Sacred yeah. Cities? What were they? Forgotten City of Kunlun. For, yeah. But well, Kung City. Fu was created, Paul. But the other well, thing... They also, well, Matt Fraction's run, they also, and uh, Ed Bergbube, Kirker, and Matt Fraction, they had the like the five Forgotten Cities. Yes. John, John's read yeah. more of Iron Man than Iron Man. Yes, they do. Iron Fist yeah. than I have. That, and and I heard that but, was well, a great story arc. It is a really good story, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like... They have a martial arts tournament, mm-hmm. and though whoever is the winner, that realm is the one that appears here on Earth. Oh. 
That's basically how it goes. And the Iron Fists usually win because and they're fucking badass. Is it? Is it? Mortal Kombat! Uh, basically, kind of, but oh, the man. characters are really super cool. Oh. And I have Do only... they fight to the death? That's what I was actually uh, asking. They don't fight to the death. Well, then it isn't because... Mortal Kombat! <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't fight to the death, but Thank they... Thank you, John, for letting me do that. It's fine. <laughs> you can do it as many times as you want. I totally stopped to let you do that. <laughs> and I kind of shrugged my head away, because I'm like, oh, it's really loud. It is really I loud. I can only imagine what the people are thinking. I level eight it. <laughs> No, you shouldn't. You should leave that as loud as you do. Your neighbors can't hear it when it's level-eated, though. What's funny is, like, I was mowing the yard this afternoon, and I heard, like, people, like, I can obviously tell that people are watching the Bills game because they hear, like, ah, fuck, these sons of bitches, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, and then then you're, like, those guys are are really having a great fighting championship in that house. My wife just closed the door. (laughs) She doesn't want to hear me go, Mortal Kombat! Or she's going to poop again. <laughs> Either or. And she doesn't want to have us smell it. Well, it's, it's, that's nice of her. Oh, she's just blowing her nose. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it was a good series. It was cool how they did it. I'm ex- you know, I would like to see that kind of idea I, played in a movie well, because... But, but the other thing is, and to get to, not to get to our next topic, but set up these characters that hey you know what we can't do a full budget full budget movie but hey let's have a a tv show let's set up this character in a show and you've already shown that you can take a character from the movies and put them in tv i do have a strong point that i want to make on this go ahead uh so why not start a character from tv and possibly move it into a movie it's all ABC. It's all. I mean, it's yeah. Disney owns ABC. Disney owns these characters, owns and Marvel, yep. they could they could possibly do this. Do that setup to see. Oh, fans really like this mm-hmm. character. We can then do that. And if Disney's planes proved anything, that was originally scheduled to be a direct to DVD release. It's no. We'll make money of the film going yeah. public, movie theater going public. People will made, pay to see this. It made over $84 million at the box office. And they were just going to put that out direct, direct to, to DVD. DVD before. And they just put it out, and, and it makes money. So well, They didn't like just put it out, because they did put a little bit more money behind it to get some names. Like, they put... Uh, Dude, people like, and he's terrible. Dane Cook. They made him, like, the main character. <laughs> like, they could have just cast, like, Johnny Nobody as yeah, the but main player. They kind of did, they, because he hasn't done anything I don't think in quite a Dane while. Cook that much. Yeah, I don't think he uh, needed to pay Dane, but he, Dane Cook. But he's a much. name. Like, they could have yeah. just put somebody doing it. It could have been John, you know? like <laughs> I would have done it. As, I would have done it for Peanuts. As the plane. He, motherfucker loves Peanuts. Dane Cook but, probably did it for peanuts. He's probably very hungry. But they went to be like, no, let's get a recognizable voice. They didn't have to do that. I would do it for peanuts. Dane Cook would do it for cashews. Oh, cashews mm. are great, though. I would do it for I, almonds because, you know, omega well, he's got, fatty acids. He's got cashews that, are really good. He's got that joke. He's about got the joke about the cashews. cashews though. Who does? The contour to the tip. It's a joke about putting cashews on his wiener and, and, and then like flipping it them up and catching, catching his, mouth. his mouth. You have to use cashews though because they contour to the tip. 
Is that a Dink Cook joke? Is yes, that's what he just said. Okay. He, he has a okay. joke. Okay. He has a joke. Well, I wasn't sure <laughs> the part of, you know. I left that dangling. He's just thinking of, like, more English terms that he can look up on the <laughs> computer. That's very oh. But uh, that, that's actually what I'm hoping to get back to Marvel. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm hoping that's what we get is mm-hmm. it's not just a bad guy of it's the a week launch. show. It's the the launching ground yeah. for, hey, we can do Power Man. We can do Iron Fist. And then Misty have that Knight. character out there. Eh, I wouldn't say Misty Knight. Well, no, I mean, she character. is street level. Like, yeah. you could go that route, but that wouldn't be my first, well, like, the, you know. When I'm thinking Luke Cage... Well, you know, it's, what, no, what's like interesting go, is it's... you could set up those characters and then have uh, heroes for higher yeah. which show. A complete sidebar, they just aired the season premiere of Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn it. Uh, just on Thursday. And Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt's character, uh-huh. is talking about how he's like slimmed down. He lost 50 pounds by just not drinking beer. Paul? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. Uh, but the, the, the entire Thank time, you, Andy Dwyer. The entire time, I like, lost 20 pounds by not drinking beer during the week. Boom! That and the fact that you eat like an apple and a sandwich a day. But the entire Thank time you, he's talking and he has like a new job that he's going to be uh-huh. starting up and that he's not going to be in Indiana. Like the entire time he's talking, I'm just like, He's going to be Star-Lord. He's, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's why he's losing all that weight. That's why he's not going to be on the show. He's fucking Star-Lord now. Like, <laughs> this is a new job. How does like, he look slimmed down? He's a uh, Guardian of the Galaxy. He, he looks good. Like You can tell he's definitely slimmed down, and then he just kind of grew like stubbly beard quick because, oh, i got to be on set for Parks and Rec in a week and a half. You know? Yeah. Um, but Did he have they, a full beard last season? No, but he always has he's that. Always, he's yes, got, totally, I mean, yeah. kind of like what mine looks like right now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, just that kind of lazy man's beard. Yeah. And then I'm calling you a lazy man, but it's John. He I have, should, I know, have to keep my, I have to keep my trimmed for work. I was actually oh, yeah, taken aside true. and said, uh, you need to do this to keep it trimmed. You're looking a little grisly. <laughs> and then I trimmed it and I was like, huh? And they're like, it's still too long. <laughs> And then really? I actually took a ruler to my face and said, where do I need this hair to be? <laughs> That's weird. They were going to make you wear a beard guard? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd have to wear a beard net. <laughs> Leanne used to threaten with that to me whenever I would, like, be on, like, a whole, like, need to study binge and, like, couldn't do anything. We're at an hour ten. And we're- we still have to talk about... The new show's coming out, okay. and everything else that so, we talked yeah, about. But Sorry, our <laughs> listeners love us ranting about weird ass. Wait, they like us talking about ourselves, <laughs> not about the subjects that they like. Oh, they're talking about Agents of Shield. Oh, do you know the one guy has to wear a beard now? <laughs> <laughs> Enough about my beard. Let's get back to things. You know, we really do want to see these characters get set up in. TV to maybe make it to movies or just to get those characters. An Iron Fist, Power Man show, like, here's fire. Would be cool to see. Some of those other characters are great. Just, you know, as like, season finales, I would really like to see that, but I want to see Agent Colson hanging out with his cellist wife also. His girl. He was dating. It's oh, not his girl. wife. It wasn't. No. Iron Man 2, right? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was two. Avengers. 
No, it was Iron Man 2 because they were talking to Pepper Potts. Potts, yeah. And then Tony Stark's like, his first name's Agent. <laughs> I'm pretty... No, it's Iron Man 2. first name's so yeah, Agent. Yeah, that's Iron Man 2. I'm pretty sure it's Avengers. Because then he... When he's on uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. hovercraft, he's he's walking in. When Tony gets there, he's walking in with Coulson and says, just let me know. We can do a double date. We'll fly you out there, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure that is... Oh, Avengers. Chris, I, Chris, I did the deposit. Are we going to do a tilt bet on this? Yes. We have yes, three tilts. Yes, we are. Tilt bet. Okay. Tilt bet. So you are Avengers. I, I'm Chris Avengers. and I are both Iron Man 2 on this dialogue scene with Pepper Pops. Yes. Do, okay. do you own, do you have Avengers we, on DVD? I do. And Let's I pop also in have Iron Man 2. All you have to do is pop in Avengers and you'll and see. And we, we'll, we'll come back and learn who is the winner of this uh, tilt bet. All right, mark it down. John wins this tilt bet. He, it is Avengers. Chris and I were wrong. We will the next time. One of these times we record. I'll do it right now. Oh, I can't do it right now. It's I'm. Chris doesn't have to drive, so he far. could he could get his tilt out of the way right now if he wanted. It's in the fridge. It's cold. It is in the fridge. I've been talking about that tilt all night too. You can go. I think you need to do it. Go ahead and do you it. Should sure. Finish Hetty Topper first, though. Uh, John and I will carry the conversation with. I want to see, you know, more of their lives outside of just uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. I, no, I, I don't, don't. I don't. I want to see them just as S.H.I.E.L.D. agents in that world of having to do with these superheroes. I don't need to see... Any time I can spend with Fitz Simmons. I, you know, I don't need Fitz, Fitz awesome. and Simmons sitting in their apartment, being bored, not working on a project. Okay. I or, do want to say, we know from experience... That tilt bets are very hard to get through. Like mm-hmm. I can't just shrug this all at once. No, no, nobody's no, saying no. you should, but you should. But I should. But you can't. It's a giant yes. can of it too. So yeah. I, you should take big gulps. Is all you should do. <laughs> no, this is this is what makes but messes he, in apartments. And I, we're on carpet here, unlike I, I, the apartment. I, I yeah, do want to can handle his shit. I oh. do want to see Fitzsimmons like hanging around, being Fitzsimmons, yeah. but yeah, I, not necessarily like them just sitting there not doing it. I want the episode that's an episode of everybody at home where there's somebody like invisible sneaking through watching all of them. Like, I don't want it happening in every episode. I want a Whedon episode where it's everybody off the clock. You know, it's like one of those, it's like when it's, um, X-Men and the Avenger or, uh, uh, Wolverine and the X-Men and it's, uh, uh, the slime, the slime guy. What's his name? Glob Herman. The one with, it, where it was the art was by um, Mike Allred. Oh, dupe, dupe, dupe. And okay. it's the dupe behind the scenes okay. of everything he has to do. Uh-huh. Like I want the episode, an episode like that, you know, where it's kind of the dupe behind the slimy. He looks slimy. He looks slimy. Mm-hmm. But I want an episode like that where it's kind of that behind the scenes mm-hmm. of yeah. kind of what they're doing outside of work, which. Fitz and Simmons, I think, would just always be working on something. Yeah. They'd oh, yeah, always yeah, yeah. be in the lab. Like, they don't, oh, no, we don't actually have an apartment. I just stay here, and I get about 30 minutes of sleep curled up on the couch over there. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. When I'm tired of thinking about something. When I'm tired of thinking about something, I drink a tilt. <laughs> Uh, I, I hope, yeah. Oh, oh, he's tilting it back. He is soaring, tearing the door off the frame. So, it's so cold too. <laughs> is it all is the it way on back. the back of the throat cold? 
<laughs> it was all the way back in the fridge, so that's right <laughs> below the blower. So I do. Well, I don't apologize. There's no, it's okay. It's been it. back. There. I've been every week. I'm like, oh, we got the. He's always talking about the tilt, and it's always the tilt that's in the cellar, not the one that's in the fridge. So Chris, what should have done that one? It's very cold. Yeah, one thirty. Okay, so you're. Um, but yeah, you I've know, had more to drink when I've had work at nine in the morning, and I've gone on like three hours of sleep. So, I. I I don't like I want one episode like that, mm-hmm. but I want it more about that team dealing with superheroes. That's what the team is about, mm-hmm. and I want it to be setting up this world. world and I think that's what this show is about: is setting up the Marvel world to go with the movies. And I think we will see some of the Marvel movies being teased a little bit in the show. Like mm-hmm. you might have them walking past. Doctor Stephen Strange offices, mm-hmm. or like something, like that. or even mentioning like with the new Thor movie coming out that uh, the Doctor has disappeared because she's up on uh, and in and, and Asgard. Mm-hmm. You know, they might mention her disappearance, yeah, or just November mention 9th, by the way, right? Yeah, yeah, or just mention stuff that is going to be happening in those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you're really like working hard on that tilt. You, you don't have that's, to finish that's it. Only week. Oh, I only have like a mouthful left. It's not Tahiti. It's just too. really cold. Okay. <laughs> uh, Agent Colston. That's the big mystery of this series. And that's going to be the overarching story, right? Like, yeah. what happened to him during those eight seconds? Or if he didn't really have the tilt eight seconds really of good. death. Set like fruit cool punch. Yeah. Like, if he's a clone. I think he's a clone. Or a cyber uh, life model decoy that's implanted with all the memories of agent colston or the internet rumor he's a he's going to be vision eventually uh, as a life model decoy yeah because he's always that cool calm collected character or something to do yeah Definitely, maybe something to do because it's Whedon going yeah, from Shield think, to. I don't think they would do a Vision. Yeah, I think they're going to keep Vision oh as God, his Age own of Ultron. type character. Yeah, I think it might have something happens. to tie into yes. Age of Ultron and Age of Ultron. Both the Whedon, the leaked uh, video. I know. Well, I no, didn't they, see it. they officially release it. Like it's not. Did they officially? Yeah. Well, I know it was up on the website. Hey, this is a high res version. This is like the official version. That's out, and then that was pulled down. Where oh, I've the, seen it. I've seen it everywhere now. It could have been pulled down because it's the Iron it Man like, mask being hit and the voiceovers. It could have been pulled uh-huh. down because it was like, it still becomes, trademarked or mm-hmm. like copyrighted, however it works. That they weren't allowed to show it. Well, they that the official release hasn't happened yet, and they want to control the official release. Yeah. That's that's how it happens. Um. Uh, same thing with the like Disney's Frozen trailer. Mm-hmm. Like it came out, like they released the UK trailer, mm-hmm. and this is the first time that it's actually been in English. But it's still hard to find because it's not released in America yet. Right. So they're trying to like cut it off and block it wherever they. Oh, can. you heard about the Disney pushbacks, right? Yeah, the Pixar movies. Uh, yeah. The Good Dinosaur is being pushed back, and there was a second one too. And uh, Finding, Finding Dory. Dory. Yeah, because of. Because the pushback of the good dinosaur, they're also going to push back. More news! Tilt, man. It's delicious. <laughs> There's but, another can down there. Anyone mind? Yeah. Really? You want the other can? I would. It's it's up to you, man. We got. I need oh, that, to drink that false. later because I got to 
Yeah, but I mean, it's two dollars at any convenience store. Oh, you can get another tilt. But uh, where do we? So that's where we want the series to go. I don't like them. I would rather just have Adrian Colston be dead for eight seconds and then come, you know, be safe. I, I'd rather it be the the same fill. Yeah. You know, I don't I, I don't I don't want it to be a life model decoy or blah blah blah. Or you magic know? or yeah, whatever. We we've talked about this before. This is how they get around that cheapening the death of Colson though. Because he could have died. He could be dead, and what we have here mm-hmm. is a clone, life model decoy. It's something, but it still retains those memories. He thinks he is him his like it still inspires that loss and getting that team together while being like no this is fury's like you know back plan like this is what happened no it was all planned this way but he doesn't know that no this wasn't planned you know that, that i think that has a little bit more depth to it so i'm just being like no he's fury he, just lied in order yeah. to Galvanize the scene. Which but we already got a, that. Which is a very weird thing to do. Because uh, already... how, do, how does Coulson come to terms with that? Like, no, he died, but he remembers everything. Mm-hmm. And this is why the Avengers are, but he's still here, but he's really not. Well, I can understand that kind of double negative that you're trying to, that, uh, that you're referring to. But we already got the Fury lie with, even in the Avengers movie where they're like, Agent Colson didn't have the playing cards on him when he died. Like, no, it's so covered you, in this blood. You, you already have that, his. and then we've already had the ability to come to terms with it when, mm-hmm. what, a month or two after the movie, they said they were doing the show, yeah. and then two months later, they were like, "No, Agent Colson's going to be part of the show." And then we're like, "Well, then it's a pre prequel show." Yeah, and then, and then, then it, they're like, "No." Two months after that, they're like, "No, it happens after Avengers," and we're like. I'm like, yes, I was right. Nick Fury did lie about his death. You know, so I think we've had that ability to come to terms with it. Obviously, there is something shady that happened in Tahiti. What was it? Yeah, Tahiti. Yeah. You know, so, I mean... right after that, I was like, how much is it to go to Tahiti? (laughs) That was was travel velocity. Um, Mexico, Cozumel, Mexico is still cheaper. Because you were wondering how your taxpayer dollars were... No, it was Being like wasted, Chris. No, it was. You can a, be a tea partier. It was Mr. more of a tilt. No, it was more of a case of like, I could maybe go there. How much is it? <laughs> Mexico's cheaper. Um, but no, I kind of want to see this show as just a really good show. Mm-hmm. But oh, as yeah. a as a springboard for these other characters that I probably won't get to see a movie, but maybe I could see a spinoff show. And one of those, I mean. If to jump over to our next part of the show, is you're kind of seeing that with DC right now. Warner Brothers is selling off, you know, selling to the higher bidder the people who want to take on some shows. Fox taking on uh, Gotham, and then ABC is it ABC taking on uh, Constantine? I think it's ABC taking on Constantine. Wow. But here's the thing, like they're doing Once Upon a Time, which is a little bit darker of a show. And you have, you have, like. It's a Disney princesses show. It is, but it's not, like, bright, happy, flying birds everywhere. It's between Disney princesses show. 
but, which I enjoy. Yeah. I mean, no uh, disrespect, but I was. It's not a pejorative to call it, it the tween. NBC, NBC is taking it. Oh, okay, NBC, that makes wow, okay. that NBC. makes much more sense because CW is ha- is partly NBC. owned by Warner Brothers. But NBC is owned by Universal, which has always been Comcast. Comcast, yeah, it's owned by Comcast. Comcast, which owns Universal. Comcast owns Universal. Pretty sure. Wow. Okay. Go. Or they were like trying to buy. We talked about it on the show. Universal sold to Com- NBC to Comcast. I don't know. Comcast bought out uh, all okay, of Universal. I, I thought they just bought out NBC. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. We don't need to know that. It, right it now. doesn't matter. It, it kind of matters in the t- background. Knock your microphone around. Like, dealing. Just pull a Johnny Cry shot. It kind of. I, all I'm saying is, it kind of matters in that background. Kind of dealing like no. weird bedfellows. Um. Because well, I think Warner Brothers has their own channel. Well, they partly own it with UPN. Well, it was UPN. UPN. Yeah. And became the CW. Yeah. But I think a lot of it is is it's a smaller it's a smaller network. Yeah. It doesn't have the ability to do bigger budgets, and I think that's why Warner Brothers was basically like, hey, we have Gotham, young uh, Commissioner Gordon, who kind, who wants to have this? And they put it up for the bids, and Fox bought that. And the same thing with this Constantine. Hey, it's mythical character, you know, uh, a guy fighting demons, mythical characters, dark things that go bump in the night. We already had a movie. Well, yeah, we, which we've already had a movie of. Mm-hmm. That didn't do great, but yeah, we but also have... Supernatural's been going strong. Seven, but then like we also... Seven or eight years. But yeah. the, we also have the Justice Graham. League Dark movie. Mm-hmm. Supposedly in the works. Which supposedly in the works, but Guillermo del Toro is working on, like, 20 things that are all, quote-unquote, in the works. Right. Because I'm still waiting for that Haunted Mansion movie. (laughs) But you have one of the biggest shows on cable, Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. So people want to get... Walking Dead also... We didn't talk about this in Week and Geek because I didn't think to mention it, but... Getting a spinoff. It's getting a spinoff. Yeah. Where it's not going to be based off any of the comic book characters. It's going to be a whole new group of survivors. Because I think... Who's the writer on it? Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman's kind of tired of people comparing, you know, yeah. constantly like somewhat being tied to the comics, but not wanting to be tied to the comics. I did so he see, wants to create new stories. I did see there was kind of a, like a little blurb almost <laughs> of him saying like, no, it's good to not be tied, tied down to, yeah. to what's happened before. Uh, but this, even just, I stopped watching it with the first season, but even then it was so different different and removed that was like no it's based off of that it's the same thing as you have with the movies it's like you have the comic books but then they use that as like the drawing board it's like no we can do this but change it it's got the same kind of beats but it's not it's not the same kind of show mm-hmm. yeah i think what they're really trying to do with the uh, it's spin-off Walking Dead is people were so bummed that it's only 12 episodes mm-hmm. and that they have to wait a whole year to get their yeah. next one that till October till October yeah well it usually yeah. yeah it usually ends in maybe February yeah and then you're like oh I gotta wait till October hey you don't you're gonna get this halfway through and there are 
they're kind of been doing that with a lot of their stuff because Breaking Bad, which is their big show, that's ending, and they're doing a spinoff of that with the Bob Odenkirk so character. Yes. Oh, but to go back to Walking Dead quick, as someone that doesn't watch this, is this going to be the kind of spinoff like we had with Buffy and Angel where it airs like right after the other episode ends? Or is it going to be I th- like... I think it's too completely... I think, okay. I think this is to get people watching in spring when mm-hmm. shows are ending through summer. Kind of a show. It's the it's it's going to be airing USA opposite season. Yeah, it's going to be airing opposite the other show, so people can still get that Walking Dead fix. And I think this is actually going to drive down their viewership because you're going to pick which show. There's going to be the people that are going to watch both, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be the people that pick the show that they're going to watch. I don't. I don't know though. I think you're gonna have those people that just watch it because it's The Walking Dead. Like oh. you're gonna have like the spinoff and The Walking Dead, but it's just gonna be all bundled together as The Walking Dead. They could call it something different. It could be like a subtitle to it, but it, for the general viewing public, it's going to be The Walking Dead. And I not to, not to make this a whole Walking Dead thing. I for people who I've talked to who have been giant fans of the show, I've let them borrow mm-hmm. both of my omnibus omnibuy. Yeah, both of your omnibuy that that I have of Walking Dead, which it's a hard, it's an oversized hardbook edition mm-hmm. that I'm not too thrilled with letting out, but I let it out to the people who I know will treat them with some yeah. respect. Hey, Joe? Be able to hold seventy five dollars. Uh, no, I have no, not Joe. Um, Joe, my friend, he, my friend, my my friend Joe is a. You have no other friends than, that are here on this podcast. Boot, John, stop pretending. He's he's a. Boot no, he leg- was Paul McGowan one day. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's a bootlegger. He, yeah, he, he just torrents comics. He reads. Okay. He reads everything, but he just torrents at all so you mentioned like a book and like oh i can let you borrow that and then like when you're like hey you're working tomorrow i'll bring that in for you he's like i already read it like i already <laughs> got it off the internet so to him i don't really i just and name things to him bootlegger Ooh, I- ideas rolling around in the head now you better write them down because you're gonna yeah there's a little pad no, of paper I- there i'll just say it okay comic book writers aren't paid by the download or by like how many issues are sold? They're paid by the page. Page count, yeah. So is it wrong to download comic books illegally? Uh, they've yes. already been they've already been paid for that book. But yes, but, but if you're not books. if you're not buying their book, they're not yeah. going to be getting paid. And that's what I say. That's what I say to him. You know, when he's like, "I can give you, I can give you a bunch." I'm like, "No, I I buy my books. Like, I go to the shop." Chris, you used to work in a place. Here's the thing. I still think that the people that are buying the books are going to continue to buy the books. Mm-hmm. Right. Those people that are going to buy the books are going to continue to buy the books. I've... But you used to work at a place okay. that would ask for surveys to be filled out. Yes. Because it helps what the store's rating and also your personal rating, correct? Yes. And reviews. <laughs> so therefore... Is, is this another way of asking for rating reviews for the podcast? <laughs> I think so. Uh, to keep you, to get a raise or a bonus. So, granted, 
their sales right now might be able to keep them in a job, but if the people that downloaded the book bought it, they would be able to get a raise and maybe work on a more substantial character. Well, the other thing is, is he, like the stuff that he reads and he reads, he reads, he, he reads a lot and he loves, he loves what he's reading. This is things that and he, I, I talk to him and I'll turn him on to something else and he'll be like, what? I got to read that. And then he'll read that and he'll love it. And if you love it that much, to me, you should pay for it. You should be paying for it. You should be saying, hey, man, you got my money. You okay. are doing something good enough mm-hmm. that I'm going to do this. And and his thing is like, well, you know, I don't have, you know, I don't have a lot of money. But the other right. thing is, is you love the he man lives, by the T-shirt. He lives, he lives at home, mm-hmm. you know, and he spends, he spends his money on, you know, workout supplements and Boxes of dildos. <laughs> Boxes of dildos. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Paul now? <laughs> but you know, you know, he, I wanted to accuse somebody else. <laughs> but <laughs> right, Don't. but uh, the thing is, is he could. It's something that he loves. He's he's. You look at him and you think he's a giant chalk because he's he works out a lot. But he's the biggest nerd I know. And when I. And mm-hmm. over Bigger you guys. And Paul and I? Uh, yeah, because he. Wait, wait, wait. What if I sat on Chris's shoulders and we wore <laughs> a big trench coat? <laughs> and I, giant. I am the ghost. <laughs> I am the biggest nerd you've ever seen. This, that's this. a scrub references, guys. <laughs> Thank you. I got it. I loved it. I thought you were doing, uh, from Princess Bride, the dread. John. One. One John. Did I mention a wheelbarrow? No, but you mentioned a cloak. Did I mention a cloak on fire? You did not. Did I, John? I when you say when you John? John a big and cloak? I just John, answer the question. Answer the question, John. Did I mention No, you meant fuck you. Can it's we from reference? I'm not a pirate. Has, I have a cloak right here. <laughs> <laughs> great writing. Great writing. It's great writing. It isn't ex, Deus Ex Machina at all. So it is. It makes total sense. He picked it up when he was at. <laughs> he, he was doing something. Max Millions. I'm just glad that John enjoyed my honor. Ah, I'm that That's exactly how he sounds. You were worried about him going off topic. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I know. Uh, but no, he bigger than you guys because he just spends his whole time playing every single Pokemon game and, uh, Kingdom Hearts game that's ever come out and watching all the anime that's ever been produced. Like he's giant nerd, but you think he's a, he's just a total dumb jock, which I actually thought. Animes in my life. I, which I actually thought, like, well, this guy's like a really annoying chalk. And then he started talking to me about Batman, and then I thought he was just like, he's only interested in Batman because of the movies. And then he was like legitimately just asking me about comic books because he was interested in it. But anyways, walking, like, I think like the Walking Deads are going to be airing Mm -hmm. on opposite schedules. So as soon as the one ends, you have a yeah. couple beats, and then you got the other one. Yeah. And we're living in a world where 11.8 million people watching a premi- one episode is the largest uh, viewership 
a television show gets anymore. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got close to 12 million viewers in its largest network premiere, over-the-air network premiere, in the past four years. Duck Dynasty got $11.8 million in its I still don't want to watch 11.8 million viewers, not dollars. I don't know why I said dollars. Uh, in its premiere, and that's the largest cable premiere it, and, and and that's something, to, I mean, not to say about Duck yeah. Dynasty, but I mean, that's pretty big for, it's more big for a cable show mm-hmm. than it is for, you have basic cable, you can watch mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, you have an antenna, you can watch yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Can, can you know? Is that, I, I was confused by the whole, not to say, never mind. Yes. We don't need to get into it. over the air, that. it's free. You can. I didn't know, I thought they were doing everything like that digitally, it wasn't... There's satellite no more, like well if over you, the air but it no. still is i i don't you, you just don't have to understand it we don't okay. we already got your Here. english thing with your oh i'm surprised no, that television it sounded like a broke your television heavy. just needs to have a digital tuner in it bottle made so if you fire? bought your tv in the past 10 years you have a digital tuner and you can get things over the air all right all right so it is free over the air. It's over the network. So, but you network viewership has dropped in the past ten years from like everybody watches. You know, like fifteen years ago, thirty million viewers. People are watching Perfect Strangers. Yeah, and that was a moderate success of the television. <laughs> that channel. wasn't ten years ago. That was twenty years ago. Fuck, we're old. Actually, it's probably more than twenty years ago. But that's the thing. Like, 30 million viewers in a week was a moderate success. Now, 12 million is a huge success because of how splintered of the viewership we have. So, having the spinoffs is a much safer bet now because that viewership is so splintered. Because 10 million viewers, 8 million viewers is a success. CW will put out their shows over and over again because, like, Smallville ran for 10 seasons because it got 10 million viewers. You know? Which is it's, confounding because it, it wasn't, wasn't a great, a great show. show. No. But it doesn't need to be a great show. It just needs to get the viewers. It needs to get those diehard fans. Mm. And once you have that diehard audience, they can sell to it and it'll keep coming out. Like Arrow it has right now. Arrow has a great viewership, and I'm sorry, was that where you no, were going there, right? I was going there. Okay. We've already found out that they plan on introducing the Flash on Arrow, mm-hmm. which episodes want, eight, nine, and then again in twenty. And they want to bring forward that into another show with Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Perfect Strangers was twenty-seven years ago, by the way. That's when it aired. Twenty-seven years ago. Three when it aired. That doesn't seem right because I remember watching it. So I couldn't have been that young. It, it ran for how many years, John? If it ran for five to eight years, you were eight. Oh, I don't feel like it ran that long because I don't remember watching it. If it ran for five years, you were eight when it ended. And that is plenty long enough because five, you know, five, six, seven, eight. It aired, uh, 1986 is when it started. 1993. Wow. 150 Okay, episodes. now I'm surprised I ran that long. No one who... 150 episodes. How could you not love our show? We talk about so much. 
I feel like we we need more than like five thousand like downloads in a week. Tell your friends, <laughs> tell your loved ones to listen and download. If you have loved ones that live with you, tell them to download, even though you downloaded it for hey, them. Family Matters spun off of that show. Yes, it did, it did. in Chicago because Harriet was the elevator operator, and Carla Winslow had cameo appearances as the cop who liked to eat powdered donuts and tried to convince him, her his wife, that it wasn't powdered donuts he ate, but he was testing crack cocaine to make sure it was crack cocaine, but it was actually just powdered sugar. Happened in an episode of Perfect Strangers. 150 episodes, that's crazy. Yeah, 185. We're doing, we deserve, 186 we're doing right now. Let's get on it. I think we deserve more than 5,000 downloads an episode. That is such a horrible picture, too, of Cousin Larry. Who did he eat to have his picture taken is what I want to know. I just want to know what happened to so, his yeah. neck. Comic book, TV shows, Walking Dead. The Flash. The Flash. Second time it's going to get to the television show. Okay, the original Flash show wasn't bad. Wasn't bad, even going back after I bought it for John uh-huh. for your birthday, birthday or Christmas, something. something Not something shit. terrible. Like it's, the the production values were understandable for the time, but looking CBS. back, I don't know what channel it was on. But it was on here, CBS. here's the thing: is it's Doctor Cox, the, the Flash, the to go back to the Scrubs, really? Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's no. something, something ship. It's no, the guy it's from not. Never Ending Story 2. Yeah, he's the father in Never Ending Story 2. You're wrong. Till bet. Am I wrong? Till bet. Till bet. John just wants me to drink more tea. You're wrong. I will do you are double wrong. or nothing for <laughs> Till bet. Um, it's John Wesley Ship is the Flash. It's not Dr. Cox. Uh, but the thing is, what's really bad is the... I have it right here in front of me. I, I know you do. I'm not looking it up. I have a text message. Oh, okay. Some of us get text. <gasps> oh, what's cool is he plays Professor Zoom in Batman the Brave and the Bolt. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Um, that show, the production value was... It was a decent production value, but it's the same production value that you get like on the USA Network now. Mm-hmm. And if... They had the ability to air that on like a cable channel. Now I think it would do better than it did on an actual, you know, CBS, NBC, ABC, major network, because it isn't going to get that big niche group. It's going to have a smaller, smaller budget, smaller uh, airing, you know, of a viewership. So I think. You know, in 19... What was it? 1991 that that show aired? Uh, yes. 1991 through... 1991. 1991. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Um, but Mark I, Hamill was the trickster. That's all I know. But here's the thing is that was a show that I wanted to watch in... 1990 through 1991. In, in, 19, in 1990. It had one series. Not, not to... Not to date myself. In 1990, I was nine years old, and I think the show aired on like at a nine or ten o'clock airing time, which was past my bedtime. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't something. It was one of those things that I got to watch when I was like 
on winter break or something. It's it's on Amazon Instant Watch. So I have the DVDs. Oh, I actually was I, thinking I'm about for them. <laughs> I was actually thinking about watching it again because it's like I haven't watched it in forever, and I did really like a lot of those episodes. It wasn't a bad show. I just think it just for the channel it was on at the time it was on, it didn't get the viewership it needed. Now a flash show. The costume was great. The, the, the costume was really good. And even how they did his villains was pretty, you know, was good. And I would like to see, I would like to see that show again. Like I would, I would make sure that I'm not going to watch it on TV, but I'm going to watch it off of the channel, you know, the WB website. That's how I watched all of, um, Arrow. And because I did it off of their site because I wanted them to know that I was watching the show. And, you know, when when Constantine airs on NBC, like, I watch it on NBC.com. You know, not just on, like, a Hulu, just so they know that this is a show to keep around, that people are, if they're not seeing it on TV, they're watching it on their website. Because I think that matters more to those companies that yeah. their website all, is getting that hit versus it's all about the advertising mm-hmm. versus that Hulu hit. Yeah. I don't know what I want. I haven't watched a single episode of Arrow. I'm bringing it back. To really? Me. Yeah. It's not a bad show. It's, it's really not, good. It's, it's, it's really it's somebody that is now going back to watch all the episodes. Smallville. Yeah, why aren't you watching Arrow before that? You've already watched all of it. Because Eric and I both have all these oh, DVD you guys sets. have the, yeah, you do the, and we don't, you guys do the Wednesday buddies yeah, get together, watch a show. We watch a show, and that's how we caught up on Battlestar Galactica and watch Battlestar Galactica. Didn't you guys, weren't you guys doing Doctor Who? You catch up all on Doctor Who? No, we didn't no, watch Doctor Battlestar Who. Battlestar was the one they were catching up on. We did I thought Battlestar, they got some... and then we went right into Smallville. <clears throat> I thought you guys went into Doctor Who right after that. No, that's that. why we're on season five of Smallville now. Man. Sorry. Well, you only have four seasons to go? Or was Five. it more? There's ten seasons in Smallville. But you only have... Seven. Six. Six of them. Yes. yes. Hey. My grandmother loves me. <laughs> and she bought me those DVD sets. Are you sure she loves you? For $19.99 from FYE. Um, but, you know, the thing, like, with Gotham... I think Gotham is going to work because people are interested in those crime dramas, Mm -hmm. those crime TVs, and then it's got that Batman connection. Oh, man, I'm glad I don't own a crime TV. I'm glad I own a regular television. (laughs) Me too. And I really think that, like, Constantine is something that NBC picked up to, to to, to have is because shows like the following last year on Fox was a huge hit. Follows the like kind of an occult kind Grim of worked. thing. Grim worked. Uh, uh, what's the stupid fairy tale one that's on? Once upon a time. Once upon a time. ABC picked up both Fables and also Once Upon a Time at the same time. They went with Once Upon a Time, so the Fables. Yeah. So I feel like Constantine is going to be one of those other story, like one of those stories. But even NBC picks it up. They might do something, and then it falls well, through, and nothing they, happens. One, because they got Grimm. Well, they have they have Grimm, that, but the other thing that's is NBC. With, 
Yeah, and yeah, NBC, NBC also picked has up Constantine. Constantine. So why would but they do Constantine? I'm sorry, because you were talking about Once Upon a Time, right? Yeah, I, I went to the bathroom and came back, and you're talking about Once Upon a Time. And even yeah, we, we, we were bouncing. I around. did Fables. ABC picked up both Fables, and they also were developing Once Upon a Time, and they decided to go with Once Upon a Time. And I feel like NBC will do the same thing with Constantine, where they're like. Uh, maybe, but we also have Grimm I, right now. I went to the bathroom and came back and heard you talking about Once Upon a Time and Fables, sat down and he said, and I feel like they'll just go with because they already have Grimm. Yeah. Which is, like, which is on NBC. So I thought you were talking about ABC. Well, NBC, when they got this, when they bought this from Warner Brothers, they actually have penalties against them if they do not use it. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So they're... They're really going to have to push this forward. And also, David Goyer said it correctly. You didn't. Mm-hmm. It's not Groyer. Groyer. Goyer. It's Goyer. Much like Dalek, uh, we don't add ours to things. It's Dalek. He, Dalek. He's he's one of the people who have um, kind of written the Bible for the show and have kind of written the idea, the overscaping shadow of what the show did should be. John did put quotations around Bible, by the way. Um, well, that's what they call it. Yeah, they do call it the book, the main like a this is the Bible. this is the this is the main points the series is going to go over. This is the overarching storyline of the series. This is the emotional beats we want to hit. It yes. is the Bible. They call the, the Bible for yes. the show, but it's a technical term. I would I like to explain technical that, that, terms. That's, yeah. that's fine. But that that's that's what it is. It's a mm-hmm. term. Um, so I mean, you have somebody big who not only is part of some of the biggest grossing movies mm-hmm. on working on their scripts and is going to be on the new Batman so, Superman like mm-hmm. he's if if it's a comic book movie for the most part he, David Goyer has had something to do with it I mean he yeah. started back and that name that you know from back from the Blade movies yep if it's not David Goyer it's Zack Snyder <laughs> like that's and now the, and now the two of them are working together exactly and, well now you can also add Joss Whedon to that mix yeah remember when he was going to do Wonder Woman yeah Wonder Woman and CW keeps on putting Amazon on back burner yeah. for the Wonder Woman television but show I think. I think Constant. I think Constantine should be good, and I think you're going to get the crowd that loves, like Supernatural, mm-hmm. is going to is going to follow that is going to follow Constantine. And it's there's a sh- CW crowd though, and then there's the whoops everything else kind of. And then there's the every. I feel like the CW crowd is that very girl tween market, and now I am being disparaging yeah, and pejorative. It's a tween. Uh. No, because I said tween before, and I wasn't trying you, to be disparaging. But you were talking about it in, like, no, tweens. I yeah. watched what? six seasons of Supernatural when they come up. They came up on mm-hmm. Netflix in a matter of months. It There's is a new season on Netflix. It, it's a super... It's a super... Great. Super supernatural show. It's a super, it's a super great show. Like it is an awesome show. They do a great. Unfortunately, Chris has had more to drink than me, but I feel like we're equal drunk right now, and you're the sober one, John. I, I, and pretty, I, I, I think pretty much. I don't know. I, like I, 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 I don't know you. You're a little loopy. Am I? Yeah, you're loopy, buddy. I'm you loopy. know how you are like. No, oh, I always know when I'm drunk. Not that you're drunk, but you're loopy. Yeah. If I'm loopy, let I me think know. You're loopy. Bagginboardcast.com. Which is drop your phone. 
No, I put it on this. Yeah, you can no. change. From, you you were over it, and then you were like, <laughs> yeah. Then you just I gotta move it over more to make sure it's on it, and then drop it. Remember when My you eyes remember on the show, and I when you remember when you're trying to put your passcode in, and you did it three times. I did twenty, and then you were like, <laughs> I don't give away my passcode, but I hit the wrong number minus two. And then you were like, fucking thing, and I was like, well, you did the number. I know I did the number wrong, like, <laughs> but you were. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Why isn't this working? I realize it is a number. <laughs> but I feel like there's a CW crowd that will love their soap opery kind of drama series. And then I'm there's... Drunk, I'm just saying. I don't know if they carry over to the rest <laughs> of the networks. Um, What's the difference between sober, loopy, and drunk, though? Loopy's between sober and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Way too broad. <laughs> saying... That's a difference. There's a spectrum, and you're on the wait, spectrum. Wait, this is a spectrum in your Paul's face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh. there it is. Oh, nope. Wait, Stop uh, right, right there. there. That's it. I'm in the middle. I was making wackier faces as I moved towards the drunk spectrum. They, they were all stupid faces. We're not a yeah. visual podcast. <laughs> I know. But one yeah. of these days, we'll make it. Into a visual hey, we, Nope, nope, Paul, nope. we tried. We, we tried for a little bit. Scott now really worked we, hard we on that. so many of our downloads, though. Maybe we should try again. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's a show that people are going to hit Paul with it. No, I won't. Oh. I can catch it. See yeah. if he can catch I, it. It's going to go all willy-nilly. I can catch it. It's I hitting have... that Joe Kubert trade over there, Paul. Don't hit Viacong. The thing is, is I think that people, you're gonna say, you're gonna say, you know, John Constantine, spinning out of DC Comics, blah, 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 and people are gonna go, I watch, I watch, I'm one of the 11 million people that watch Walking Dead. I watch Agent of Shield. There's a new comic book movie coming out, or a comic book show. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna be there because it's something that, it's a big thing. Some of the biggest, movie, you know, the biggest budget crashing crazy movies. Blockbusters. Thank you. Are <laughs> they do have a term for that. I, I couldn't come John up with it. This year. Did we ever mention that? Did I win? Yeah, John had Hey, win. high five to me, everybody. For the Bagden Boardcast. We never discussed bracketing. We've had really? I was doing so well. No, you We never, yeah, well. we never talked about this because September came and pretty much went. Paul has have the, written down. Uh, it looks like he needs bifocals, too, by the way. John, this was you, right? Was this you? Yeah, that's me. Okay, you had 12 points, so you picked 12 correct uh, movers on each time. Uh, and Chris and I were tied with 9 correct. Hey! Not to bring you down, Paul, but I thought I was doing so much better. I I know. Well, wasn't one of the movies either got didn't something get pushed no, back? Three hundred. That was, that was oh, last year. That that was last year. Three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah, yeah three hundred got pushed back. back. So Pacific Rim moved on, but we all picked Pacific Rim to do better well, than yeah, three hundred. Guillermo del Toro. So, uh, what did you and Chris was Lone Ranger picking Lone Ranger? Oh, I thought and Star Trek. And in theory, all, both of those. In movies, theory, they should have been great. Yeah, they still have nerd clown. What? What? What you is? You moved Lone Ranger way too far. In the okay, Friday. Jerry Bruckheimer 
Yeah, Gorbachev I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. What what is the thing Johnny that Depp. what like, really got me that 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 pumped me up above? Oh, uh, World War Z. Uh, moved on a lot further. They, oh, we didn't even talk then, about that one. Then uh, we thought because and it's one of the summer movies that I actually didn't go see. <laughs> World War Z. Movies. Chris and I both picked the Wolverine over World War Z. Oh. You picked World War Z. Mmm. It's a good pick and on that my moved part. Over, you, you had it moving on to the end, which was correct. Uh, which was, uh, well, up against Iron Man 3 and then Iron Man And then Man Iron 3 Man 3 won. versus Superman. Yeah. Hey! So, so that's that's what won it for you, the the World War Z picking. This is the one I actually... This is the first time you... you I, I actually yeah. picked it as just movies instead of, like, mm-hmm. movies I want to see or, or I had, like, a gimmick for them. So good job. Thank good you. Job. you. I am the movie guy of the show. Yes, we completely long-time listeners. We completely just left the bracket buster on the side of the road, like well, because I kept on thinking we were going to talk about it, and then we never. Yeah, because it ends. Yeah. It usually it's the first week of September is when we can officially mm-hmm. say where things have landed, and then and then we didn't do shows, and then last week it just. Who even thought about yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't think about it. But there we go. Lots of hits, lots of misses. There we go. And yeah. I think I think it's going to be those people who go to see those comic book movies and are into check that comic book thing are going to check out those things. And if it's good enough pilot, it's going to grab people because it shows like the Sleepy Hollow show that just aired on Fox. It's, like, it's actually. Have you, did you watch it? I I didn't watch it, but I saw it when I was flying to. Illinois, they were airing that on mm-hmm. like American yeah, Airlines flights, like because they had screens in the back of the seat in front yeah. of you. So it was like you could pay to watch whatever you want, or you could watch Sleepy Hollow for free. So I saw it on the way down to Chicago, and then uh-huh. the way back to Buffalo. Right. It just, it just didn't yeah, but Chris, good. Chris, the headless horseman, the archangel of death. He's the horseman of death. Yeah. The apocalypse. Yeah. From all the areas. I, I, I just, it didn't look good. I can't see it being a show that goes past one season. I enjoyed it. Why watch the first two se- it's, the first it's two episodes? written by, or one of the show leads are Zach from, Penn? from, uh, Supernatural. Yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I would continue watching it. Good. We hope that you enjoyed Clancy this. Brown's in it. But we didn't really talk about we, Constantine or Gotham. We talked about Constantine. Gotham? We didn't talk about we met, Gotham, we but we talked, talked about, about Gotham, Gotham we last, about episode. last episode. Yeah, okay. And it's... What What do we want? We want it to be Gotham Central. We, we want it to be, be, we want to be Gotham Central, but it can't be it's, Gotham Central because it's following a young yeah. uh, Gordon. All we want is Bullock. I want Bullock in there with him. Yeah, our people. Yeah. And uh and I I Harry Bullock would make this podcast better. <laughs> I could start chewing on a matchstick or a toothpick, either or, but it won't make that podcast any better. No, but I want a Bullock. I want a yeah. good Bullock. I want Dennis Franz Bullock. Really? No. Okay, thank you. So oh my goodness. But his... one of my cousin Kate's one cousin. Did a tour de Franza 
you know, the box wine. The box wine? Okay, The yeah. bronze box wine. He got together with a group of his friends, and they all bought a box. And whoever got through the box of box wine, wine first won the Tour de France. <laughs> it sounds like an awesome it idea that no, I'm upset no, we didn't it, do. It doesn't sound like you can win the Tour de France. Yeah, you don't win in that. <laughs> I would have to do, like, it's a whole weekend kind of thing where there's multiple events where it's like you're just constantly drinking it, and then all of a sudden there's no, a speed round like, where you have I, to do shots I think what you have to do it is you have to open it up like a giant juice box, and you have to drink it through a straw. There, That was the thing at college campuses where kids would put in the, like, take it out of the box and put the whole bag. And then, and then use it like a camel it, pack? Like a camel pack, yeah, would just put a straw through it. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. Hey, we teach kids how to drink. Ugh. Ugh. And if you don't like that, let us know over at contact at beggingboardcast.com. Or? Or you can email us, contact. Wait. No, or, I just said that. Yeah. You can rate us and review yeah, us on iTunes. iTunes. Because I love the iTunes reviews. That's where my where all my happiness comes from. And you can find us over on uh, Twitter. On Twitter, we're Tumblr, Board. We're on Bagnaboard. Tumblr, and we're on Facebook, Inst- Instagram, Instagram hashtag Bagnaboard. We don't have an actual Bagnaboard Instagram because I just post everything from my own. There you go. With the hashtag Bagnaboard hashtag podcast. Nice. Hashtag burn. Hashtag duck ties still suck. Hashtag. What? No, 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 no. Wait, I like, I like that Paul keeps making a hashtag mark with his, with his fingers every time he does that. I love wearing ties. Ties suck. Duck ties. Ducky ties from How I Met Your Mother. When he had to wear the ducky tie. Drink more oh. heady topper, Paul. No, I'm there. Because that was for a year he had to wear the duck tie. Duck tie. And, he, and when Marshall first comes in with the duck tie, he says, but, hashtag burn. Hashtag yes. Ducky Tie Suck. Hashtag. It's a thing, John. It's. A, it is a thing. First episode of season seven. I don't know. I don't know. It's How the I Met final Your Mother season. Is out now. Is yeah. is airing now. Yeah. I've been recording them. So, I think it's so season seven. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong though. Yeah, season because season eight's already out, so season nine, nine is okay. airing now. So the first episode is John's seven. looking it up. The ducky tie. No, uh, he's not. <laughs> anyways, he's on Facebook. If you like our rambling and you want to <laughs> let us know what do you like more, us rambling or us staying on topic? <laughs> and you can catch us anywhere. You no, like. Harry, how'd you go to hell so fast? Uh, I just just let us know if you want Chris on more tilt on every episode. You should. I'll drink it. <laughs>